Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Elevate Retake. My name is Michael, and I'm glad that you're here and a part of the journey. Thanks so much for listening. This episode is going to sound a little bit different. I was not a part of the conversation this week, but I left it in some capable hands. Unfortunately, we had some technical difficulties along the way that caused a little bit of a production delay, but we're bringing this episode to you because we felt it was important. You got to hear it. You got to engage with it. And we want you to hear it and to engage with it. Without further ado, I'll turn the reins over to Jonathan and he'll take it from here. So this episode of Retake, we're back in the studio and Michael's not here this week. He's uh, taking a little bit of a break. I'm covering for him. My name is Jonathan Coker. I'm the creative director for Elevate and I'm in the studio with uh, two of my, well, used to be students now. You guys are all grown up now. Oh, I'll let them introduce themselves. Go ahead. Oh, I'm uh, Eden Samaniego. I just graduated CTA. Uh, now I'm chilling in the summer. Um, my name is Hannah Kraus. I just graduated Chisholm Trail Academy as well. And next semester, I'm going to be going to Southern Adventist University. So, oh. But what I are mean, you guys studying? I want to, can we? Um, I'm picked? studying uh, business entrepreneurship. Which will suit you very well. Gosh. She's going to be in charge of at least half of the United States within 10 years. I'm not even, not even worried about that. Man, I'm doing theology and English. So Wow. <laughs> Uh, okay, so I got some notes. I'm assuming you guys got some notes. Uh, some notes. <laughs> I wasn't able to be here in person and listen, but I listened to it um, in the car. I went to go visit my granny this weekend. Aww. She's good, in case anybody was <laughs> That's wondering. Good. That's good. It's nice. The post-COVID world is like we're starting to open. Or I don't know, it's kind of post, like uh, you know, a good portion of my family is vaccinated, and so we're able to get together. And uh, anyway, it's cute. So. Uh, some of the stuff that struck me, I'm going to start, start off cool. like, okay, right. so there was this question that he posed at the beginning mm -hmm. and it was like, what impact do I have on my community mm -hmm. and what impact does my community have on me? Yeah. And it, I just, maybe we want to start there yeah. before we jump, because it is yeah. a pretty a good encapsulation of uh, chapter three. Yeah. Um, I thought it was really interesting because... At first, when he brought it up, I thought he was he kept talking about Timothy going to the Thessalonian church and that being the encouragement that was brought to the Thessalonian church. But I think at the end, he kind of wrapped it around to like the Thessalonians faith kind of helped Paul, Silas and yeah. Timothy. You know what I mean? Mm. Like at first I was like, oh, he's going to go like the we should be Timothy in this situation. But I think he went to the we should be the Thessalonian church in this situation because throughout tri through our trials and stuff, mm -hmm. we helped, like they encouraged Paul, Timothy, and Silas. Yeah. yeah. And that was surprising to me. One thing that I, I really did like about that is I think that it, um, it almost simplifies evangelism in a good way, like in the best way possible, because I know sometimes we can get caught up in wondering if we're doing enough and if we're like being the most... Um, I don't know, I guess productive as we could be in, you know, gaining souls for the kingdom. And sometimes God just wants us to realize that all he needs is our time and our relationship with him mm. to really use us to um, make more of a, I don't know, I feel like it's more of a lifestyle testimony than a spoken one, if that makes sense, about the way we live. So, yeah, maybe, mm. maybe the, the paradigm is that we're doing more when it looks, when it, when it is this traditional model. 
Yeah. It's almost like it's hidden in the language of how we talk about it, but may, I like I like how you said it. <laughs> um, it's it's probably more effective when we're trying to like live it out. Mm-hmm. Mm. But the juxtaposition of the two things was what was interesting to me is that oh. so there's a, there's an individual responsibility. I have a responsibility to my community. And in turn, my community has a responsibility mm. for me. Like, uh, like when someone leaves our community, our our little sphere of who mm-hmm. we are, let's say Elevate or CTA. Oh, <laughs> um, we have we have a duty to like run after those people, to chase after them. Mm. Um, and so like if you're in that group that left, if you're that one that left, then the group has a responsibility to go and find you and like bring you back in. Mm. And vice versa, if you're in the group and... Uh, or, or if you were the one uh, that's seeing this, and then you have the responsibility towards the other person. Hmm. Um, yeah, no, I thought it was interesting because that's kind of been like almost the whole thing throughout most of his sermons is kind of like community responsibility, I think. Mm-hmm. Like the Thessalonian church, it seems like the whole letter is very much like we, we, and you, and he's addressing the whole of them. And I feel like they have a big expectation when it comes to community. You know what I mean? Maybe bigger than we yeah, give it a, sometimes. It's a reoccurring theme in the Bible that I'm only now that I'm getting old, starting to pick up on because mm. so like we're Americans, we can't help but like mm. be who we are. So I have my presupposition. I am, you know, mm-hmm. um, for a very individual responsibility. Yeah. Yes. And that's, that's neither, it's both bad and good. Right. Mm-hmm. And so like acknowledging that the good with the bad, here's where the bad comes in is that like, we tend to forget that I have a responsibility mm-hmm. to the group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, it was such a, it was such a well-learned lesson for, for the Thessalonians that like it was, it was spurring on, uh, stuff. It was, it was, it was spurring on the movement of the, the good news being spread to other people because of their effect on Paul. So it's like yeah. people that they had never met yeah. that they'll never meet until, uh, the other side of eternity mm. are being affected by their faith. Yeah. Oof. Another thing that mm. I thought was really interesting was you said good news. And um, I remember in the sermon, he was saying how this is one of it was kind of rare because good news was not used to be talking about the gospel. It was used to be talking about their faith. And I don't know. Yeah. I think that's so mm. powerful how what like our faith in God can be um, just as good and like exciting as the gospel message itself. There's a whole rabbit hole there with the the Evangelion. I'm not agree. Thank you. Um, <laughs> with that whole word being uh, attached to other things, yeah. uh, it's 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 uh, um, it holds a lot of uh, tie tiebacks to kingdom of God and everything. Yeah, yeah. that's a whole hyperlink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I can't go down. <laughs> it was good stuff. Um, but since you were mentioning that, there was there was this whole other thread though in his sermon what it had to do with like the development of this. So like, how do we get there? Yes, yes. That and that that was like that was the big transition point. It was, so it was like, how, yeah, we all know. Okay, so <laughs> we see that we have this issue. This yeah. is probably something that our community needs to uh, embrace and try to grow in. Mm-hmm. How? What do we, mm-hmm. what, what do you do? What are the nuts and bolts of that? Hmm. And that's when the 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 conversation like shifts towards development of faith. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, like the 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 finding joy even in the mm-hmm. the. The nastiness the of life, the troubles, the yeah, trials. Yeah, he brought up uh, James, like the first couple of verses of James, and he just kind of like threw it in there. But I was like, oh, yeah. 
it's it's very it's 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 very like applicable when it comes to the situation. James has a, a way of being apl- applicable to all sorts of <laughs> different situations. Yeah. Never in a way that you're like, oh, that felt good. <laughs> <laughs> it's always stinging. Yeah. Yeah, no, I felt like there was kind of this shift from like seeing, like experiencing your troubles. Because you said the word troubles a lot. And I was like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I guess it's not. Maybe we, we usually use like trials or something. Mm-hmm. But troubles, I don't know why I just had a different ring to it this time. And um, I guess there was kind of this shift of like seeing your troubles as opportunities to grow. Yeah. And mm. kind of experiencing it in that way. Yeah, the, the how do you have joy in the mm-hmm. middle of your troubles, in the middle of your fi- in, in the middle of the mm-hmm. the mess that's going on? Mm-hmm. What does that really look like? Yeah. I don't think we really stop and talk about that. Maybe we mm-hmm. can go there for I mean, just a second. I feel like that makes testimonies so much more real. Oh, mm-hmm. so much more important. Yes, Ooh. because I feel like a lot of times we have this misconception that you know when you become a Christian, your life gets so much like easier all your problems go away and it does get easier but not in the sense that um you no longer have trials but you have someone to bear them with you um and i just think mm-hmm. that is the that's the testimony of it is having this peace that people don't have usually when they're going through hard times mm-hmm. that connected something for me so like uh there's the there's there, there's this idea that we're always supposed to be um or our testimony should always be fresh oh. mm-hmm. And so it's like, it's not the story. I mean, it is the story of how you you initially came to Jesus, but hopefully there's more. There's more to yes. that. And like yeah. a part of that more is like, well, what what sort of hardship have you gone through? Mm-hmm. Uh, how has God held your hand through whatever yeah. it is that you've, yeah, 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 yeah. Because <laughs> uh, mm. that's, that's where you grow. Mm. And it made me think an awful lot about, uh, so I have an aunt that, um, she lost her husband a few years ago, my, my uncle. And we were, mm-hmm. I, the, I was very close with, uh, I'm still close with, uh, with, uh, with my aunt. But um, uh, when my uncle died, uh, it was such a, it was so sudden and it was so out of the blue and it was so quick and it started a, a series of trials for her that, that have only just recently started to to die down. I mean, she's still it's still difficult and what have you, but it's just one hardship after the other for when it comes to like sort of finances mm-hmm. and finding a job and still raising children at home and having mm-hmm. some children trying to it, it's just crazy. Watching and seeing how her faith grew from step to step. Uh it, it was in, in, it was very edifying. Yeah, that was one of the questions that came up for me is, you know, what does it really look like for us to like what response to troubles creates a testimony you know specifically what does that look like lived out in our lives what do you think that's hard to measure like in an individual and I think it's interesting because usually when, when Paul talks about it, it's like a community is finding joy yeah. in the midst of. So like if 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 kind of like joy on like a personal level is kind of like the shift in perspective, okay. like how do you measure that in the community? Oh, well, Michael kind of gave a, a, a little bit of a metric. Did, any, did anyone what, else? What are you saying? What, uh, what are you it, to? it was something to something to the effect of like, do you really need to? I, maybe he didn't say this. Maybe I'm paraphrasing, but I, I imagine he said <laughs> this now having 
in my memory. D uh, d does everyone really need to know when you're going through a trial? Like the complaining, like the mm. like 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 uh, living, having joy in the middle of your troubles mm -hmm. might look like you're n you're not necessarily complaining all the way through it. And I, that was just a, it was a metric. So I, like, I stopped and I was like, okay, how many times am I in the middle of an issue? And I'm like, this is horrible. And I want everyone else around me to know that yeah. I'm experiencing this horribleness. But really, if I'm having a peace about it, if there's, if there's a, 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 a way to ride the wave above it, I shouldn't be whining the whole way through. Do you think it, like that's kind of like the metric is like not complaining I don't know if that's the so only much. one, but I mean, it like, shifted like, my perspective a little I bit. I feel like another thing there is is just like how willing and ready your community is to be there for you when you have troubles because, mm -hmm. you know, you can have peace, but it's still, still a trouble. Mm -hmm. And I think that mm -hmm. the wholeness of a community coming together to lift up, you know, the struggling individuals can be another sort of metric for it. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking maybe of the difference that some people have when they're approaching like the same issue and I'm watching two different uh, oh. ways of it playing out. I mean, I feel like it's not always something that you can pinpoint, but it just becomes evident in your life that Jesus is there. Maybe it kind of goes back to Daniel. <laughs> wow. No? Does it not I make mean, you think of Daniel? Uh, which part? Daniel so like the, 3. <laughs> of course, Daniel, Daniel 3. 3. She knew the moment. <laughs> she saw it before I had even said the name. Yeah. No, but um, it doesn't have to be that particular moment. But like, Daniel, there was a lots of uh, moments where they're going through these incredible, like, crazy situations. Mm. Lion's dens and yeah. fiery furnaces and, like, horrible situations where they're ripped away from home. And, like, the way they lived through it was in was in such a way that it it reflected Christ's character. I, I mean, that's a kind of a yeah. cop-out answer, but. Well, I mean, <laughs> I feel like it's also helpful to know that it's that simple. Like, I don't know, being close with Jesus will change your life and change the way others see you in ways that you don't even know. Yeah. Mm. So I, like I've, I've wondered from time, like, is it possible that there were other characters besides the four? Mm. And like, maybe they didn't get included because those were the four that held on and maybe there surely there was more than four do you know what i'm saying yeah surely there was more than four men that babylon took from uh took from their homes and all the way back uh to babylon with them to like be mm. reprogrammed and maybe those were the only four that held on and i wonder mm. oh, what an interesting juxtaposition between the two yeah but i feel like each of them it wasn't just as a whole that they were kind of resilient it was individually Right, because they Both. weren't all together. Both. They Both. weren't all together when they chose to stand up for the statue, right? The four? Yeah. The four well, weren't together. They Daniel like was gone. Them out of the crowd. But like or the before, three. earlier yeah. on, when it was like when it when it came down to mm -hmm. uh the first dream that yeah. Nebi gets, right? And he's like, Oh, I'm gonna kill everybody if I can't figure this out. Um, they're, they, they, they come, that's part of their four the 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 things that they do is like Daniel hears the news and he's like, I need not only do I need to be spending some time in like real talk, real prayer with God, he goes yeah. and finds with them with the, he goes and finds his his community huh. and is like, we need to be praying together about this. Mm -hmm. So he wasn't alone. Well, maybe that's a good metric for what it looks like um, in a community. Mm. Like how I don't know that when it hits, you go yeah. and seek out yes. these other people. Yeah. And you mm. and then you go try to find. Yeah. 
So I have a question. Um, What happens when you don't react well? Like, what does it look like when you are presented with a trial or trouble and you don't? um, I don't know. What does it look like to the opposite of the spectrum, the opposite side? Hmm. You want to take it, Aiden? (laughs) (sighs) I mean, the only thing that I can think of are like, kind of not specific answers. Maybe like responding in an unchristlike way, but that's super vague. <laughs> you know what I mean? There are well, a lot of options. But I'm just, I don't know. Like what does it produce? Like what are the domino effects of you oh. not? I'd, I'd say a broken community, right? Like a, a death of your yeah. faith. Like at the end mm-hmm. of the day. Yeah. Ooh. So that kind of gives you an insight on why like some communities are healthy and others are not. Yeah especially our faith-based communities. Yeah. Right? And I think like talking about responding and troubles and stuff kind of hits different because of the last year and a half. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I think all of us can say like, I don't know. I think there's a sense before, at least people my age to be like, oh, I mean, I haven't really had anything big happen in my life. You know, mm-hmm. now we all have had something <laughs> big happen in our life and we have been forced to respond in certain situations. And I think that, yeah. And over the yeah. past year, I think we've seen lots of examples of us responding well, yeah, and not so well, yeah. Uh huh. I feel like the first thing that comes to my mind is, you know, how upset people were. Like, I remember when mm. school was closed; that was like the worst. Oh, for like thing a few for, weeks. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it was like, I don't know, the 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 last bit of the semester. Well, we were excited at first, and then when it became inconvenient, <laughs> yes. when it turned into yeah. a trouble, yeah. then it was like, this is horrible, and it's not fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it was this constant worry and strife. Like, is it going to go away? Yeah. Or is this going to continue for the next yeah. year? What does this mean for our trips? Yes. What does this mean for, we go on a lot of trips at CTA. If you're listening, <laughs> you didn't go to CTA. Yeah. Um, uh, what does this mean for like all the different activities and different things? I mean, mm-hmm. your guys' senior year was, uh, you know, you had the shadow of COVID following you everywhere you went, wondering yeah. if it would destroy or pull back uh, uh, on any of your um plans mm-hmm. yeah because even the graduation ceremony itself you're like are we gonna uh, <laughs> can i invite more than one person like, like in the beginning we're like oh yeah, are we, we gonna like be able to amounts of people that could come mm-hmm. right i don't know i'm wondering what the effect of going through first thessalonians really slowly over the course of the entire summer is going to have on the blessing that we read oh <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> <I'm> kind of <laughs> nervous <laughs> yeah Hey guys, thank you for coming into the studio. I know yeah. you're all grown up now and you have your lives and you know. <laughs> gonna... Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Elevate Retake. I hope it was a blessing for you. And if you would take some time to share it with a friend, neighbor, person sitting next to you, um, somebody that you think will be impacted by this message. We'd love to hear from you and have your voice on an episode of Elevate Retake. If that's you, go ahead and send us a voice message. The link is in the description. But above all else, we are creating community here at Elevate Retake. So we want you to be a part of that. Links to socials also in the description as well. Thank you so much for bearing with us and continuing to listen. And we'll catch you on the next episode of Elevate Retake.